WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. On to a different subject, the background to the feds launching a sex abuse investigation into all the Catholic dioceses in Pennsylvania. And Peter Smith, religion editor, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, postgazette.com. Peter, welcome. Uh, did you at the Gazette have any sense that this was going to come down? How much of it is duplicative of what the uh, state prosecutor is dead, and how much of it could be new territory? Well, you got to figure they're going to be looking at the same files. So in that sense, it's duplicative, but um, they have a different uh, set of tools that they can use. Uh, I think the one that people think about first is the, are the RICO laws, the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, which actually was, as you probably know, is, was created to fight the mob. Uh, but it basically is a, a set of laws that tries to enable prosecutors to cut through the sort of who did what and get to a kind of a bigger sense of conspiracy of what, was there a conspiracy to um, commit or conceal a, or, per, or perpetrate a crime. Uh, and that can be applied both as a criminal case or in a civil lawsuit brought by um, federal authorities. Of course, the church's great critics would probably say, yeah, it's just fitting that RICO, which was originally designed to attack the mob, would be uh, used in this case. Uh, I gather the uh, sex abuse victims never uh, believed or hardly believed that the feds would get into the picture. And they have been advocating for it for years, um, uh, probably at least 10 years. They, they can probably tell you longer. And um, from what I've uh, spoken to them about, they had kind of given up uh, hoping that this would happen is it uh, just coincidental i presume that just as the uh, pennsylvania general assembly the legislature refused to uh, really uh, push back the statute of limitations for abuse victims and some say that shows that the church's continuing influence in harrisburg that it just happened to be this week that we hear about the the federal involvement my understanding is the subpoenas went out earlier this month, but the fact that, as you mentioned, this is when we're just hearing about it, um, I don't know if that's coincidence or not. That's that's a good question. Well, what about the fact that uh, state prosecutors uh, went where they did? I mean, does that then make it easier for the feds? Does that explain why uh, they're doing it in Pennsylvania first? I, I would think so, yeah. And, and there actually is some precedent for that. You know, the, as you may know, the current... You know, the, the, the grand jury report that everyone's hearing about in Pennsylvania had a precursor, and that was a grand jury that reported in 2016 about one diocese in Pennsylvania, the Diocese of Altoona, Johnstown, in the middle of the state. And in response to that, the then U.S. attorney for Western Pennsylvania took a look at that and said, you know, there may be a RICO case to be brought there as well. And very quickly, the uh, attorneys for uh, Altoona Johnstown and the U.S. Attorney's Office began conversing. And actually what they ended up with, there wasn't a, a RICO case brought, but there was a memorandum of understanding reached between the diocese and the feds in which the diocese agreed to reconstitute its review board for reviewing allegations, set up another board that kind of monitored the diocese's progress and gave annual reports. Yeah, they, they pledged to post um, uh, the names of, uh, of uh, perpetrators on the on the diocesan website, et cetera. 
So uh, there is some precedent for that, but this seems like a much broader and much more aggressive uh, approach. And then we get to the extent to which the church will willingly cooperate, and I know uh, always in these situations it seems the church pledges it will. You know, the abuse victims say no, that they're saying that, but they're giving it lip service. And uh, then we get to where the truth is on that. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of the... Um, uh, I mean, the, the, the similar set of subpoenas went out um, two years ago from the state uh, grand jury, and mainly that was a, those were subpoenas for documents. So they turned over, well, when you put all the dioceses together, they turned over about a half a million documents. And um, from what I understand, the, what the feds have issued in this case are subpoenas for documents as well. So a lot of them are probably the same ones. I mean, there are specific things that they're asking for, but generally they're asking for files documenting misconduct in this area. So I think they're asking for pretty much the same ones, but they'll be looking at them through the lens of federal law. Um, And so the church has cooperated in terms of turning over those documents. Uh, I haven't heard any dispute by the attorney general here in Pennsylvania that they didn't get documents that they were looking for. At least I haven't heard them say that. Uh, then there's a question of, well, who's going to testify, and we haven't gotten to that point yet, if, if any church leaders are going to be you know, subpoenaed to testify before any grand jury. Any indication this is kind of a federal trial balloon, see how things proceed in Pennsylvania, where the uh, state investigators had gone this far, and then uh, wait to see what happens in PA before maybe opening federal probes in other states? Or, no, we could any day hear about other investigations around the country? We already are hearing about an, an investigation in Buffalo, which is not too surprising given the revelations there of, um, you know, just of a much broader scandal there than even the church had uh, acknowledged a few months ago. So uh, it's not too surprising, but it is showing that um, now we've got the feds operating in two states. And in my understanding, and, you know, I cover religion, not, not federal law, but my understanding is once you get a federal prosecutor working in one jurisdiction, that office is not restricted from looking elsewhere, either within that state or in other states as well. And since uh, your beat, as you just said, is religion, I got to ask you this question, whether it be by reader input, uh, just uh, conversations, any at all, uh, do you uh, sense uh, any average parishioners who believe the church did wrong and uh, it, it should be held accountable, but at some point some might be saying enough already? Um, enough already in the sense of what? In well, sense- that, that the, the uh, different prosecutors, different jurisdictions are piling on, and oh, uh, yet uh, maybe you don't have a similar investigation into abuses in uh, other religions or other walks of life. Uh, you, you certainly uh, have heard that in response to the state grand jury. This, this, this federal investigation is so new to as far as being public that... Um, I haven't gotten a sense of the, the reaction there yet, but most of the reaction from parishioners has really been quite shocked, quite dismayed. Um, you know, you hear anecdotes of people saying, you know, I just haven't been able to go back to church since this came out, or I'm, I'm withholding my money until I can be sure it's not going to be going to some sort of cover-up. And, yeah, th- those are anecdotes. I, you know, it's hard to see if there are hard statistics Um the bigger challenge, I think, for the church is, um, you know, it's one challenge to hold on to the people you have because at least you still have an audience with them. Um, 
but the, the longer range challenge before any of these grand juries came along, the church had really struggled to uh, reach the millennial generation. I mean, we're talking about a whole generation where attendance has really dropped. Uh, here in Pittsburgh, they're doing a massive parish consolidation pre- precisely because of that. And again, this was set in works before there was any grand jury investigation. So this is an audience that they're trying to reach that they aren't reaching anyway. And now with this on top of it, uh, boy, they've got a challenge. Of course, we have the Synod on, on youth at, at the Vatican uh, this month. Mm-hmm. All right, Peter, thanks so much for joining us. Have a good weekend. Cool. Appreciate it. You too. Take care. All right, Peter Smith covering religion for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Postgazette.com again. The feds launching a sex abuse investigation into all the Catholic dioceses in Pennsylvania. Uh, something else breaking in the Buffalo, New York diocese.